keeping a home, opening a successful business. People, are you ready? Meet your personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lee. Get ready for Leave on the Loose, who will help you get started in building your real estate empire. Grow your self-confidence, find your grit, and get the skills needed to dominate the real estate world. You're a player. This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee. What a show do we have for you all today. Everyone on the national stage is being, uh, I think they call them soothsayers or something like that. They're, they're, they got crystal balls and they can they can predict what how coronavirus is going to affect the investment real estate world. And they got articles here, articles there, articles everywhere. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you some of these articles. I'm going to go through a lot of these articles. Lauren and I are going to discuss what people are saying and tell you what's really happening because uh, I'm not into the crystal ball thing. And then we have such an exciting show today because I have three special guests that are going to give us perspective. And if you don't know these names and you're in the investment real estate world, you should start getting your Google out right now. It's time to Google. So we have, first of all, John Fitzgerald. John Fitzgerald is the broker owner, real estate broker owner of Realty Connect USA. They have like a thousand agents in Long Island. They're based in Long Island and they do sales and rentals and purchases and marketing for both residential and commercial. John is beyond beyond being the owner of the company one of the most charismatic leaders I've met in years. And when you listen to John talk, all of a sudden you're just like, wow, I want to be friends with this guy. And he's going to tell you how to make lemons out of lemonade. He is looking at this as, you know what? We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna change the future today. And we're going to not be upset about this coronavirus. What, what a guy. Then we have Mike Murphy. If you don't know the Murph, Mike Murphy is the head of commercial on Long Island for Douglas Elliman. Douglas Elliman Real Estate. You know, like the I think they're the third biggest in the United States by sales volume. He's the boss man for commercial. And even if you don't know what I'm talking about, you don't know Douglas Elliman, drive down any main road in Long Island and you will see listed by Mike Murphy, listed by Mike Murphy, listed by Mike Murphy. There's one outside my building, listed by Mike Murphy. We're not selling, just renting. But on this thing, He's the head of operations. And I brought Mike in because what we're seeing the most is in the commercial sector, landlords and tenants are starting to renegotiate those lease terms. And I want to talk to the man, the Murph himself. And then at the end, I, I, Mitchell Pally, like this guy is the CEO of the Long Island Builders Institute, the Long Island Builders Institute. He, he, runs an organization of all the builders, the remodelers, the commercial, the residential, the family property. He has a group of people that are responsible for the production of almost every house in Long Island. This guy has got his finger on the trigger, and I wanted to know what's the story of who can work where and when and why and how. So these guys, we're going to have them each have their own segment on today's show, and each of them are going to bring something very, very special because I start off with this. And this isn't even about real estate. I'm reading. I'm reading on the on the news right here. This is this is what, how I start my whole day. I got the New York Post. It's here's the headline: Doctor Fauci says Americans should never shake hands again due to coronavirus. Like, I agree with that. Uh, I, I always <laughs> want to fist bump. I blow it up. But you know, the world is changing. Like the world is changing by the second. This week. This week. 
Governor Cuomo's executive order, 202.14. You don't even need to know. But what he did is he said recording of documents, legal documents, recording of deeds, legal deeds. They can be all from audio, visual, witnessing. Now the title companies, I'm getting emails left and right. We're finally ready to do remote closings. We've been fighting for that for I don't know how long. As I keep saying, though, legislature. If you're a senator or assembly person and listening to my show, we need permanent, 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 permanent laws because this executive order expires on May 7th. What good is this? So we're going to get innovation and then it's going to go poof. It's like a big problem here. So anyway, so anyway, I got these articles I've been reading and I want to read some of the headlines and then Laura, we're going to share something. They were interesting. So the first one is called Mom and Pop Landlords. And I read it and I go, I'm up. I'm the pop. Lauren's the mom. We, I'm the mom. I love this. Uh, we're landlords. Yeah. And it says, we're in danger of going bankrupt without more help. Are you listening? I don't want to go bankrupt. Well, this all goes down to the CARES Act. Um, there's all this federal funding out, but what's happening is those small business commercial real estate owners are getting left out of all these funding. Um, Why are they getting left out, Lauren? Well, there's like, just no programs because they don't have the same structures that the small business requires for these SBA loans. So um, what was fascinating was I was reading this article um, that what was it in 2015 22.7 million of the 45.8 million total rental units were actually owned by mom and pops that means half 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 of the properties half of them are owned by mom and pops where's the help government are you hearing me schumer i need help mcconnell listen up guy i need help you know what this says it has a site from uh james latsko he's a landlord james you, you you and i speak the same language here's what he says this is our income it's how we make our livings this isn't a side hustle. It's not a side hustle. Like we were, we were just having a conversation. Yeah, they want to let tenants not pay rent. And that's not in commercial yet, but even residential. They want to let tenants not pay rent. Well, what about the landlord? Well, there's so much going on right now in commercial real estate in that sector. So let's just say you have a mom and pop that has a strip center and the strip center has all these businesses that aren't essential. All these tenants can't pay their rent and then the landlords can't pay their mortgages. The landlords can't pay their utilities, their taxes, everything like that. And so what's And what happen? about their money? What about their money? They got to pay their bills. It's their living people. So what we need people to realize, what we pe- it's never going to be back to normal. And how could we plan for this stuff? I, James, you and I are on the same page. What about the landlord's livelihood? Because it's our livelihood. Here's the next article. Commercial real estate could be in trouble even after COVID-19. That's what I just said. It's never going to return. It's on techcrunch.com. And what I thought, they had more statistics that was interesting, Lauren. Do you see this? According to National Multifamily Housing Council, just 69% of U.S. households paid their rent on April 15th. On April 5th, that's compared to 81% on March 5th. So going one month, just one month, we're down 12%. And if you compare that to April last year, they were 82%. It's just nutso. Well, how are people paying their bills if they can't work? It, and But how is the landlord going to pay bills if they're not paying rent? Like this is a predicament. I got another one. How an economic crisis can impact real estate investing. This is on Forbes. Everyone knows Forbes, Forbes, Forbes. And so- Here's what it says. Tremendous uncertainty in real estate and housing. I actually thought this was one of the most insightful articles I, I read. What the author says is he says, his name is Ellie. Ellie says, um, Ellie Perlman. And what it says is, um, it says, 
because of travel restrictions, we're not getting the influx of foreign purchasers who need lower returns and they pay higher prices for multifamily. So therefore, it's going to go down. But then he also says another another impact is that vacancies are going to increase because especially in places where we're dealing with entertainment industry and entertainment industry, like for example, people all over the North and South Fork of Long Island, like are you going to go splurge on going to the winery? I might need it after my family, but I, are you going to splurge on going to have a luxurious day um, on a boating or renting? People that depend on the entertainment industry, when we got Nassau Coliseum, when we got people that entertain on the entertainment industry, they depend on that. Those jobs are going to be lost first. And if you have a multifamily property in those areas, those people are going to stop paying rent. And then you have a third perspective, which I thought was the best. Listen... He said a lot of investors that are in equities, securities, these people that buy stocks, they're saying, I pulled my money out. Now I got to put my money somewhere. And real estate's safe. So US investors are going to be the people we're going to be targeting into the future as opposed to foreign people. So he gave a balanced approach to this whole thing. And he sees it as long-term, I think, stable. But anyway, last article. Will surging unemployment crush home sales? I don't know who wrote this thing, but it's in simplifyingthemarket.com. And they say 10 million Americans lost their job over the last two weeks. I think it's just up again again. Unemployment rates and home sales do not have a direct relationship. That's what he's saying. The whole article in this article is unemployment rates and home sales do not have a direct relationship. Well, I can tell you one thing. Depression and home sales have a direct relationship. And when the whole economy is depressed, no one's thinking about buying a home right now. How can you buy a home? How can you get a mortgage? If you don't have an income to get a mortgage, how is that even possible? Forgetting the whole facts, Lauren's into this whole thing called facts, where (laughs) you, you you don't have employment, so you can't go buy a house. And oh, by the way, you just spent... I was reading an article that people are buying groceries on credit right now because they don't have jobs. The uh, I, I'm on the Facebook. Uh, you're probably on the Facebook. Everyone's writing, do you have a secret number for unemployment? I've been on for four hours and can't get through. Yeah. I mean, this is just such a terrible time that nobody can get any of the assistance from the government right now. The money's not even coming through. So here's the fact, Jack. This is an opportunity. This is an opportunity. I wish we had this recorded, but Mike Murphy and us were talking off the off the um, off the radio. We had a chat with Mike Murphy, uh, and he, you know he was saying he, he was saying opportunity. He kept saying opportunity. He was saying opportunity. Why is there an opportunity right here? Because he said after the Great Recession, it bounced back. After nine eleven, it bounced back. So what are you doing? You're buying low. You're buying low. We might not be at the moment right now to buy low, Lauren. And I, I, don't, I don't know if we'll have enough reserves to get there. But if you can get there, there's going to be opportunities everywhere. And Lauren, maybe we're not going to want to buy the same big office building as we were doing before. Or maybe the office building is going to be converted into a warehouse because there's going to be so many online shipments. Amazon is booming, booming. And all these other online companies, like think about your grocery shopping these days. I think the key, though, is to not say the world's going to crash. I think the key is not to say the world's going to be great. I think the key is not to be passive and to just go with the way things were done. I think the key is to think outside the box, to be innovative, to be inspired, and to see how the world is shifting and changing and to adapt just there with it. This episode has been brought to you by the Bryn Elliott team at Douglas Elliman Real Estate. Have you ever dreamed of owning a rental property, flipping a home? Opening a successful business. This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee.